Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Welcome to the Lifestyles Unlimited Real Estate Investor Radio Show, a real estate investment program. Listen and learn how to use real estate to build wealth and passive income streams for you and your family. We bring you experts every day to discuss and answer your questions on everything from single-family homes all the way up to 600-plus unit apartment complexes. And now, the Lifestyles Unlimited Real Estate Investor Radio Show. Good morning and welcome to the show. This is Andy Webb with Lifestyles Unlimited. And as always, we are working on your financial freedom. Hey, Happy New Year. Welcome to 2021, right? We're all glad to say goodbye to uh, 2020. It's It's been a long, <laughs> a long year that somehow has ticked by surprisingly fast as well. But we finally did it. We, we, we've rolled into a new year. And then I have to ask you, of course, did you do a year-end review, right? To take a look back at 2020, hindsight, right? Did you look back on your goals for the year? Yeah, I get it. I get it. 2020 was a disaster, but... I'll tell you what, we, we, we did that, and we did hit some of our goals. Now, we didn't hit all of them, and I would say compared with 2019 or 2018, percentage-wise, we probably hit fewer, but we, did, we, we hit enough of them that I am happy with our, our forward progress. We kept the momentum going, you know, all things considered, you know, personal goals, fitness goals, and, and of course, you know, as we talk about on this show, business and real estate investing goals. So, look... It's good for you to do this if you haven't already. Take a look back, right, and and see where some of your successes are. Create that momentum so that you can build off of that momentum. You'll find some some victories in 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 spite of the, you know, in spite of the tough year. So if you've not done that, you should do that. And of course, then looking forward, this is a a great time to set goals for the coming year if you haven't already. You should have done this already. In fact, set goals in, in, in the last couple weeks of December so you can hit the ground running. A lot of people kind of kind of take their time, busy with the holidays, I get that. So if you haven't done that already, get out a pen and paper, okay? If, if you've been pondering buying your first single-family rental house, getting into that first income-producing property, right, what I'm going to do is walk through the just the general process of of identifying and acquiring that property and focus on some goals alongside that that you can set for yourself right now to be sure and move the ball forward right in in 2021. But first, what I want to do, I want to take a look at that 
let's say single family house investment track, what that could look like from a, you know, a very upper level, like, you know, a possible progression as an investor in single family houses. So first of all, you haven't bought a house yet, right? You've been talking about it. You've been thinking about it, but you finally buy house number one and you realize that was easy. You realize how easy the process is. You wonder why, you know, why you waited to get started in the first place. You, you see the cash flow and you want more, right? You're pulling in anywhere from, if we're looking here in Texas, from $200 a month to as much as $600 a month and, and, and more is possible. In fact, I got an email from one of the realty team in Texas down in, I guess this is in Houston or San Antonio, cat, projected cash flow $693 a month. I would love to have that in my portfolio. <clears throat> house number one, you get it, done. Next, house number two, house number three, house number four, number five. It really starts to go that quickly because what's happened, you've, you, saw, you saw how easy it was. It's easier to pull the trigger the next time. And then you start to develop a rhythm, right? You get a flow. It gets easier and it gets easier. And on top of that, that cash flow that we talked about, well, you're, you're starting to snowball. You're really building that up and that helps you speed up. You know, on average, we see around $400 a month net in our pocket cash flow here in Texas. So at house number five, boom, you're, you're pulling in $2,000 a month already. So you breathe a little easier. You can... You have choices now. You can pay down some debt or keep buying houses, and that's what you do. Six, seven, eight, nine, double digits. You hit number 10. Now, that sounds impossible now when we're really focusing on buying house number one, but I want you to get the long-term, mid-term, near-term even trajectory here. You'll get there. And when you do, like I said, boom, $4,000 a month now in the door. And you keep rolling double digits. Number 15, 6,000 a month in the door. Some people keep going here. Double digits, number 20, 8,000 a month in the door. Or, you know, keep buying houses or maybe divest and get into multifamily. Do both, right? Now, 15, 20 houses, I know that seems daunting, but I'm here to tell you that you can do it. And, and it does start, it does start with that, with that first property. Okay. But hey, you've not done, you've not, you've not pulled the trigger yet. Where do you get started? Where do you get started? Now, if you're asking yourself that very question, where to start, well, maybe the very first goal you set for yourself then is to get educated. Because if you don't know where to start, start there. Start with the education. What can you do? Well, keep listening to this program, right? And the other hosts, Mike Harrison, Al Gordon, Dave Ruzica, um, as part of the Lifestyles Unlimited Real Estate Investor Radio Show, and of course, Del Walmsley during the week, the Del Walmsley radio show. Keep listening to the program and go out and listen to the podcast. You can go to lifestylesunlimited.com and, and see the whole archive out there going back years. Now, on top of that, you can get out to the free workshop. We've got four or five of those coming up in the first two weeks of, <clears throat> of January. So get out to the free workshop where you can learn more about getting started in real estate, right? In, in single family houses, as well as apartments. Okay. You can also learn about the free workshop at lifestylesunlimited.com or Go to freeworkshoplivestream.com. You'll see all the dates there. And finally, check out the Financial Freedom Program where we really get into the nuts and bolts of the education as Financial Freedom Program members. And you can learn more about that at financialfreedomlivestream.com. That is financialfreedomlivestream.com. And of course, I'd be remiss if I didn't mention it's planned. It's in the works late April, early May, last two days of April, first uh, of May. We've got the Lifestyles Unlimited Wealth and Passive Income Expo Coming up, that is three days just chock full of education and inspiration. But start working on that, right? And, and then continue working on that, that education 
And, and, and remember, as we go through today's show, I want you to remember that real estate investing, this is not a solo venture. It, it is a team sport. You, you, you're not going to be doing this by yourself. So a big part of today's show, what I want to do is help you identify the team that you need to build around you. Okay. So as, as, as we work, as we work through the show, what I want you to remember when you set goals, um, be sure to set smart goals. Okay. Don't, don't just say, okay, I'm going to continue to work on my education. As we just discussed, you need to set goals that are, that are specific. And, and I think most importantly, time bound, right? Smart means specific, measurable, right? You can check the box when it's done, attainable, realistic, or, or relevant and time bound, write them down. Right? Find an accountability partner to, to hold you to those and then make sure they're in a visible, you know, a visible place. So as we talk through the show, talk through some of the team you need to build and you write down those goals, make them smart goals, be specific and, and, and more than anything else, make them time bound. Give it a sense of urgency. And we're going to head into a break. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Talk 1370, the right choice. Warning. Listening to the Lifestyles Unlimited Real Estate Investor Radio Show will change your life. We will teach you how to create wealth and passive income so you can be financially free. And now, back to your host. Welcome back to the show. I'm your host, Andy Webb. And today on the Lifestyles Unlimited Real Estate Investor Radio Show, we're, we're combining a couple of themes here. This is a great time to be setting goals this time of year. You should have really done it towards the end of December 4, 2021, but... I get it. A lot of people are still fine-tuning, trying to figure out what the heck happened in 2020, uh, hopefully looking back and, and doing a review there as well. So we're going to combine a little bit of goal setting with talking about the general process of taking down a house, a single-family house. And that process, just, just upper level, right? It's, it's finding the house, identifying a good target property, right? Making the offer, getting it under contract, doing your due diligence, and at the same time working with other people in the process like your lender, 
right? Getting to the closing table. You've closed. Great. Good news. You finally got that house number one, 10, whichever one that is in your process, right? You're doing the rehab now, the renovation. At the same time, you're working on that that refi, that refinance, because you bought with hard money if you're following the, the Lifestyles Unlimited model. And then finally, you're going to get it rented out as well. And then move on to the next one, right? And if, you, if you've never bought a house before, I know that house number one can seem very, very daunting. I sat, I sat where you're sitting, and, and, and it took us a long time to pull the trigger. And as soon as we did, it got a lot easier. House number one very quickly became house number five, became house number 10, and so on. And the, the cash flow snowball helps you along. It helps motivate, right? also gives you the money to, to continue. Um, but the process just gets a lot easier, a lot easier. But among other things... Aside from the education and understanding what the process looks like and what the various components are, you need to build a team around you. So we're going to tie that together with some goal setting today as well. Now, if you've got any questions, the number here is 855-497-4335. Again, 855-497-4335. Or send me an email to askandy at com. lifestylesunlimitedinc.com, right? Andy Webb. Excuse me, asking Andy at luinc.com. So, setting goals. First thing I told you is if you're not sure where to start, start with your education. Okay, a very simple goal you might set. I've, I mentioned a number of places to go. Obviously, continue listening to this program. Check out our podcast at lifestylesunlimited.com. But the free workshop is a great place to go. It's going to help you with your mindset. It's going to help you understand the various ways that we make money in real estate, in single family, and and multifamily. And we've got four of those coming up in the first two weeks of the year, starting January 5th, the 9th, and a couple others after that. So, so an easy goal, low-hanging fruit, right? You want to start with that low-hanging fruit. That helps you build momentum. Just set a goal, write it down now. Smart goals, right? Specific, measurable, attainable, realistic, and time-bound. Set that goal to attend the free workshop within the first two weeks, just to see what it's about, okay? It's live. It's online from the comfort of your home. If you're still in your pajamas, stay in your pajamas. My kid stays in his pajamas all day long. It's a battle right now <laughs> during the holidays, unfortunately. So rolling on. Now, before you start beating the pavement, right, thinking about our process, first thing you need to do is identify a house to buy, right? But before you even start beating the pavement and, and, and wasting a lot of time, your time, their time, talking to realtors and, and those other folks that will help you find a property, I want you to sit down and figure out your investing criteria. What is it you want to buy? What does that box, that house, what does that look like? And what are you trying to yield from that? Are, are you focused on, on cash, on cash flow? Is that your main objective or, or is it wealth building, right? Creating net worth. By the way, if, if it is wealth building, if you sit down and you figure out, you know, I'm okay with my, my income from my job. I like what I do. I want to keep working. I, I'm not interested in retiring in five years or less. That's fine. Cash flow is maybe not your focus, but net worth, wealth building is. Apartments might be the better way to go. There are a lot of levers in apartments that we don't have in single family homes to really force appreciation and create wealth almost out of thin air. Um, so if that's your focus, that may be the way to go. But you can do both with houses. You can build the cash flow. You can build the wealth. So you ask yourself that. What is your focus? What sort of cash on cash return do you need to see? Right? What are you getting in your bank right now by comparison? Right, Half a percent if that. Um, we typically see anywhere from 8%, 10, 15, 20. On home run deals, I've seen, I've seen 100% return. Right, meaning I, maybe I have five thousand dollars into the deal. This is a, this is a home run deal, and I'm getting that much in cash flow per year. That's a hundred percent return right there. So right there. So what what kind of cash on cash return do you want to see? And I would tell you, I talked to the guy just yesterday. Don't go for the home runs. You want you're going to find them, 
focus on the base hits. Those are what you're going to build up, and those are what are going to take you to the to the home plate, ultimately. So, if you wait too long for that home run, you you may just wait, you know sit on your hands and eventually just give up. So, focus on those base hits. But what kind of cash on cash return is that? What kind of return on capital gain? The way we buy at Lifestyles Unlimited, we are taking down assets that have some equity, typically, right? And that's capital gain that we're we're, we're capturing right from the outset. Right? And if I measure that that new capital, that equity that I have at the end of the process against my cash in the deal, right, equity divided by cash in, that gives me my return on the capital gain. What does that look like? Okay, so I mentioned a deal here a second ago that uh, is cash flowing, estimated cash flow, $693 a month. So if my goal is cash flow, this is the house I want. <laughs> this is a great house. Happens to be a new build. Uh, this is down in the, the Houston area. And this came from me from one of the realty team at Lifestyles down there in Houston. So this is a cash flow deal. The equity, because it is new, is is minimal. So this is not this is not the the, the return on capital gain. This is not the the wealth building play. This is pure cash flow. I love it. I absolutely love it. Compare that. Here's another one. I saw uh, come from the realty team in San Antonio. This has a 41 percent return on capital gain, meaning I'm capturing some equity out the gate. So if that's my focus, this is a better house. The the cash flow is a little bit lower just under 400 per month. It's still a 22% cash on cash return. And that's measured by calculating your annual cash flow. Divide that by the money you have into the deal. In this case, it's about $20,000 out of pocket to take down, stabilize, renovate, and then refi into long-term money with this, with this particular property. So what are your goals there? Cash on cash return and return on capital gain. What area do you want to target? Now, I'm coming to you from Dallas-Fort Worth. I just told you about a property in Houston and a property in San Antonio. Do you want to stick to your neighborhood? If you're in Dallas, do you want to go across all of DFW? What about out to Terrell? What about out to Tyler? What about out to Longview, right? What is your what is your territory? What do you want to target? And what type of house? What does that box actually look like? Is it a 322? That's our bread and butter here at Lifestyles Unlimited. The one I'm looking at here in San Antonio, it's a 322. Right? Is there a certain square footage, say maybe 1,000 to 2,000? I like about 1,500 square feet. It's ideal for a rental. Pool, no pool, I'd, I'd recommend no pool, right? And so on and so forth, right? Age of house. How much rehab are you comfortable taking down? These are all things that you need to sit down and figure out as part of your investing criteria so that you're not just shooting from the hip and looking at every deal that comes across your desk because you're going to waste a lot of time and you're going to waste a lot of those other people's time as well. So the first goal that I have for you, I want you to figure this out before the end of January. You got a month, close to a month. Think about your investing criteria and commit those to paper. Actually write them down and memorize them, right? It's kind of the elevator speech so that when you do talk to that realtor and they ask you, what are you looking for? You tell them the location. You tell them the configuration. You tell them the square footage. You know what you want to pay, right? And once you have this, well, now is the time to start communicating that to those other people. Okay, so investing criteria, first and foremost, education. Secondly, what do you want to buy? What does it look like? What's it going to put in your pocket? These are questions you need to ask right now. Do that this month. Get that figured out. If you don't already know what your investing criteria are. I know what mine are. It makes my my decision-making process so much easier. Okay, we're going to head into a break. When we come back, we're going to kick off and start rolling through that process, identifying the house, offer contract, etc., Talk 13.7, the right choice.
Welcome back to the Lifestyles Unlimited Real Estate Investor Radio Show. It's time to turn up the volume and fine-tune your passive income plan so you can create the lifestyle you've always wanted. Welcome back to the show. This is Andy Webb. And on today's show, we are combining a, a great thing to do at the end of the year, start of the year, which is goal setting with something that you absolutely need to do if you want to become a real estate investor, which is get educated, understand the process of simply buying a single family house as a rental, as well as building the team around you that's going to help you with that process because it is not a, this is not a solo venture. This is a team sport. It absolutely is. And there are a lot of people that you're going to want to get around you. Uh, we're going to talk about some key players as we kind of work at a very upper level through the process. And I want you to set goals around getting that team together as quickly as you can. Q1 at the latest. And the reason we want to do that, if you've never bought your, your first single, fam, single family investment property, we want to get you into that as quickly as we can because what's going to happen is you're going to get that first house. You're going to realize how easy it actually was. You've been holding yourself back for no good reason. You start to get the cash flow and you I want to do it again. Number two, number three, before you know it, you're at house number five pulling in $2,000 a month in net cash flow in your pocket and you just keep going. House 10, 15, 20. Um, sounds impossible right now, right? If you haven't pulled the trigger on number one, but you can absolutely do it, but it takes pulling the trigger on number one and it takes some groundwork ahead of that, which is the point of the show today. So we're going to get into the process, right? We've, we've sat down, we've, we've started our education. I told you a few places you can go to do that. Um, if you missed any of the earlier show, by the way, you can go to lifestylesunlimited.com, uh, click on the radio tab. Uh, we have podcasts there where we archive these shows so you can go back and re-listen. Probably going to roll fairly quickly through the balance of the show because there are seven or eight, um, key members of your team that you want to get together. So I want to try to hit all of those today in the balance. Um, so if you miss anything, go listen to that again. I also gave you a place where you can go to learn more about lifestyles and generally investing in real estate, which is our free workshop. You can go to free workshop live stream written together, free workshop live stream.com. So we've, we've set goals around getting our education started. We've set goals around figuring out what is our investment criteria. You need to have that done this month, get it done before January's out. So now we're moving, right? The process is starting. We know what we're looking for. So let's find a house. Let's find a house to buy. So the first member of your team that you want to identify, that you want to have, is the realtor. Somebody that's going to help you find that property. Now, there are other people out there in the real estate space that will have uh, properties available. Wholesalers, for example. Uh, these are people that are marketing to sellers, getting those uh, properties under contract and selling the contract. Those are people to identify as well. But let's focus on the realtor. If you don't have one of those, and, and, and really... Do you need just one? You need as many as you can get that are good, right? Now, I got a question the other day. Should I be a realtor to start investing? Absolutely not. Does it help? Eh, you know, not really. Right now, there's not, I don't see any reason for it. You know, I got my license at some point, but after five, six years of investing for other reasons. So you don't need to do that. Don't waste time. Focus on building that team first. And ideally find a realtor that has worked with investors so that they understand, or even better, has worked with lifestyles investors because we have a very specific, very successful model. And, and one that is an investor, ideally. They're going to understand the numbers better than any other realtor out there because they're doing it. Right? So your goal now is to find, not just one, but find a set of realtors that, that, that you can engage to help you find that first house. Okay. Uh, time bound, you, you figure out what you, what your schedule allows. Is that doing that by the end of January? Great. 
get it done. There are, there are tons of realtors out there. With the market the way it's been, there have been more and more piling in. So again, be, be careful. Vet them very, very well. So thinking about the process, we get that realtor, we identify a house, we let them know what our screening criteria is because we laid that out on paper and we know what it is. We give them our elevator pitch in, in essence as to what we're looking for, square footage, age, location, price, return, etc. They find that deal. We look at it, it looks great. So as the next part of the process, we, we, we make an offer to the seller, right? We get it under contract. So now a few things are going to happen concurrently, right? We're going to be, among other things, working with our lender and doing our, our due diligence. And we're going to have a couple of team members that we're going to need to bring on board at this stage, obviously. Now, hard money lender, let's talk about that first of all. The way we buy at Lifestyles Unlimited, we are typically targeting those properties that do need work. Okay, so we're going to need to use a hard money lender. Typically, these pro properties may not qualify for a conventional loan. Now, I looked at two ahead of the, the break with you. One, one absolutely would go straight conventional. That's how you're going to buy that, that high cash flow property. The other one is going to require some work. So you're going to need to take that down with alternative means, either private money or, in this case, a hard money lender. And we typically use hard money because of the condition or because of the speed. We have to close fast. It's headed towards foreclosure, something like that. So conventional loan may take 30 days, 45. We just don't have that time. But the hard money lender can do it in three days, five days, a week, right? I've, I've, I've done one in three days with these guys. So because of condition, because of speed, and because we have actually less cash into the deal when we use a hard money lender. We have two closes because we're going to buy with hard money and refi on the back end. Two closes, but you're going to have less cash in the deal. So what you need to do now is start interviewing hard money lenders. You know, ask them what their fee schedule is. How many points are they charging? Can you split the points? Pay some up front and some at the refi close. Right, start talking now and learn about their process. And, and if needed with them, get, get pre-qualified. Now, if you're a member of Lifestyles Unlimited, what I want you to do is go straight to the vendor hub and find the, the list of hard money lenders in your area. Right, Read the member reviews because the members give feedback and give them a call. Right, it's that simple. So your goal should be to interview three hard money lenders by the end of this month and decide which is at the top of your list, who's your backup, and then who's, who's, in, who's in position number three there. Right, you don't have to dance with just one. We've used many hard money lenders over the years, different circumstances, different timing, etc. So start that conversation. You're going to want to have these guys ready to go before you get under contract, okay? Because as soon as you get that contract, you need to get that over to that hard money lender, over to title to get the process going. Now, thinking about the due diligence that's going on parallel to this, right? Well, who do you need on your team for that? You need an inspector. Always get a house inspection or a home inspection. I don't care what you think you know about houses or construction, get an extra set of eyes on the property. They always uncover something that I missed or that my general contractor missed. They just get, they're going through it over a much longer period of time, two, three, four hours with a fine tooth, tooth comb. And, and, and based on their results, I'm able to make better decisions. So here again, your goal is to find an inspector that you can leverage. And I would say get a couple of them. They get busy. You know, I saw a, an email from an investor buddy not a Lifestyles member, the other day saying, I need an inspector yesterday at this place over in wherever, Dallas, Fort Worth, somewhere. They didn't have the proper team built. Kind of a novice, right? So you, you need to have this team, and I would say have multiple. Um, you're always going to need need that backup. And where do you go? Talk to other investors. I mentioned the, the vendor hub if you are a member at Lifestyles Unlimited. 
go check that out. Otherwise, build start to build your network. That's something you should be doing in tandem here as well. A little bit harder to do when we're not getting out and meeting in person. I get that, but um, find alternative um, platforms online. But start to find that network network and find out who people are using for their inspectors. Here again, just like realtors, you're you're gonna you're gonna have a different breed when working with inspectors that work heavily with investors. When I go and meet my inspector or talk with them typically now on the phone after their inspection of uh, the, the next property we're vetting, they know what I want to hear. They, they start telling me about the big ticket items, the, the big budget breakers, the, the things that I need to fix so that I have that in my head even before they take the time to put together that 40, 50 page inspection. So not all inspectors are, 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 are alike as well. So just like realtors. Now part of your due diligence as well is contractors. You need to know the scope of work. So we're still doing our due diligence and we need to figure out the scope of work for this property, right? Now, part of that scope of work is going to come from understanding how you want that house to look at the end of the process. And you're going to get to that by way of your realtor. You're going to look at sold comps and lease comps to know that that house that has, you know, no carpet in any of the rooms, it's all been pulled up. Maybe it's got a few broken windows. The foundation's out of level. Looks like it's still, you know, dressed from the 60s. What do I need to do? to bring it up to day, to make it look like it's peers in the neighborhood so that I can refinance at the value I want and lease it at the value I want. You're going to figure that out simply by looking at cops. Now, we're going to head into a break. Last segment, we're going to talk about some more team members you need to get together to get that first deal done. We'll finish the conversation around contractors. Talk 1370, the right choice. with the Lifestyles Unlimited Real Estate Investor Radio Show. We're here to answer your questions and help you become financially free. Welcome back to the show. This is Andy Webb, and on today's show, we're setting forth a couple of goals for you to help you take down that first investment property, that first single-family house. And above all, you need to have a team around you. You've, you've sat down, I hope, if you haven't do this this month, and identified your your criteria, your investment criteria, what kind of house do you want to buy in what location, what returns. We talked about that in segment two. You can always go back to lifestylesunlimited.com, click on the radio tab to catch the earlier part of the show or any of our other shows. In fact, I'll reference one here in just a moment that you're absolutely going to want to hear. Um, but you set that criteria and then you need to have your team ready to go. And one of those team members that's going to help you, right? If I think about the upper level process of taking down a house, well, it starts with identifying, finding that house, making an offer, writing a contract, right? Or getting it under contract. The realtor is going to help me with that. Then once it's under contract, I'm going to do my due diligence. That's where we're at now as, as part of the show. And I'm going to get all the documentation I, I need over to my lender. Now, typically I'm buying with hard money because I'm doing, I'm, I'm fixing up a house, right? It's a house that needs work. So occasionally we take down a house that just goes straight conventional. So that might be the lender you're talking with. But we spoke earlier about hard money lenders in particular. You want to have them on your team. They, they're they going to allow you to be much lower out of pocket on these deals than you would be typically if you just go straight conventional. It depends on the it depends on the house and the spread, of course. And eventually you're going to get to close the rehab and, and so on. But we're in due diligence now. And aside from that hard money lender that's kind of helping you through the, the get to the closing line, you want an inspector to get out the, there to do that home inspection. And we we're just talking about contractors. So, you know, there are a lot of different contractors that you can employ. You can try to organize the whole process yourself, right? Or you can hand that over 
above all to a general contractor. They're going to have all of the trades, the the subcontractors and whatnot that, that need to come together to to manage this process. That's what I do. It's the easiest thing, right? We meet the general contractor out there or just send them out and say, hey, put together a scope of work for me. Here's what we're, here's the value we expect. Here, here's what we need to see in terms of some upper level items, right? Like granite countertops instead of formica or, you know, this the brush nickel rather than, you know, whatever the, the, the trim is there now give them a little bit of direction and then see what comes back, right? And if you've got multiple general contractors that you've interviewed, which you should be doing as part of this process right now, right? You can send multiple out and get different bids, see which one works, right? See which one, get more information out of those multiple bids, in fact, and, and help that to refine your numbers. So one of your goals for this month is then to find those contractors, general contractor being one. Now, if you think, I want to I want to manage the process, well, you're going to need to go out and find any any of those other trades as well, you know, HVAC, uh, AC guy, right? Electrical, you know, electrician, the the, the plumber, um, roofer, you know, foundation company typically is going to be aside from the GC, you know, any any specialty trades that that general contractor, if you choose to use one, may not cover. Foundation, uh, landscaping, my GC doesn't do landscaping, but it's okay. I've got I've got folks that do that, so not not a problem. But you need to identify those. So part of your questions to your GC is what do you do and what don't you do, so that you can then identify. What things do you or what what trades do you then need to find? So your goal needs to be find and interview at least three contractors or, or firms in each of those trades that you that you're going to need. Okay, do not wait until you're under contract to start finding these people. <laughs> the time the clock is ticking once you're under contract. Uh, unfortunately, I see it happen all the time with less savvy investors out there. But don't wait. Get the team built now. I guess is the the key thing here. And based on everything that comes back when you send out your your contractor, you're going to determine the scope of work on this particular project, right? To make sure that you're within your anticipated budget and and, and to be sure that the deal still works as far as your numbers go. And again, you set down on paper specific criteria. I want to have this particular cash-on-cash return. After everything I've seen now, based on the amount of money that I'm going to be putting into the deal out of pocket, does that return still meet my goals? If so, continue. If not, hey, move on, right? You have those those on paper for a reason. So keeping the loan process going, this is important. I, you know, I talked with one of my hard money lenders, actually ahead of the show, and they said this is probably the thing investors push off far too long in the process, and sometimes even forget about insurance. <laughs> you gotta, you have to have insurance to close the loan. They will not fund that that loan without proper insurance. So don't don't neglect this. Now you, if you live and own, you know, live in and own your own home right now, you probably you will have an insurance company. Um, in, for 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 most people out there, it's what we call a captive agent. Farmers, for example, uh, maybe Geico, something like that. There, they have a dedicated agent that only services one company. Now, as an investor, you want to think about using a broker for your investments because what they're going to do is shop multiple carriers. So you'll get the get an offering of, of multiple carriers perhaps with the best policies and, and the best rates because they're using the market, right? They're leveraging that that market that's out there. They're not bound to one specific carrier. So you want to find for your team an insurance broker. Now, if you love your insurance company, if you love your insurance agent, sure, run with them, run with them. But I advise you, I, I would say find that broker. And what I would like you to do in terms of goals, here's one thing that's good for you to do. Go to lifestylesunlimited.com, and I did a show back in September. It was September 13th of 2020 with Lee from Integrity Personal Insurance. He did a great job of explaining the real estate investor insurance for single-family houses, the types of insurance that we need to consider. 
did a did a great job of explaining that you will learn a ton from that show. In fact, he got he told me after the show he got a call from another agent out of Houston that called him just to tell him, unrelated, not from the same company, just called him to tell him that he did such a great job of explaining insurance. It's a dry topic, right? <laughs> Sounds like a snoozer, but but he did he did a, he did a great job, and you want to understand that because that is key to mitigating your risk down the line. And your lender's going to require it, quite frankly. So you want to try to cut those costs as best you can with a good insurance broker. So continuing with the process, right? Due diligence checks out. We get to the closing table, right? So finally, it's time to get the rehab or the, the renovation started. Now, as part of our due diligence, we sent out all those contractors. So we know what the scope of work is. We know who we're going to use to do that work. You just get them rolling. The day of close, you say, hey, we're closed, we're funded, Go right? Just stick to the scope of work that you put together. Don't start changing things. Change orders, those are called. Those slow the process down. Suddenly you want to put this other fixture in here. Well, that guy that does the fixtures, he's been out and he's long gone. To get him back out there is going to take another week or two. Slows the process down. So stay away from those change orders. Just follow your scope of work, right? Now, during this process of renovation, you're going to be doing two other things parallel. You're going to start the refinance process because you've bought with hard money if you're following the lifestyles model. So you're going to start that refinance process, and you're going to start looking for that first resident. Right? That's the name of the game. We want to get someone in there that's paying rent to us every month, right? helping us pay down that mortgage, putting that cash flow in our, pro- in our pockets. So as part of that process, we need to then start the conversation with what we'll call our conventional lender. We bought with hard money. We're fixing it up now, and we're going to refinance out, and our conventional lender is going to help us there. Now, long before you got under contract, long before you identified that house, you do want to get pre-qualified with that conventional lender. What happens if you get that hard money loan, close on the house, but turns out you don't quite have the debt to income to refinance out into that 30-year loan that you expected? So have that conversation up front so that you don't have any issues. Now, if you get to that refi time and you do run into some sort of a hiccup, maybe you bought something, financed something in the meantime that you shouldn't have. A lot of hard money lenders nowadays do offer long-term options, so have that conversation with them as well. Um, And as part of your process, by the way, a lot of hard money lenders, in terms of pre-qualifying you, they just need to see a pre-qual from the conventional lender to qualify you. So have that conversation at the start. I know we're hitting this later in the the process because from a process perspective, in terms of taking down a house, it does happen later in the process, but your goal needs to be to talk to three mortgage bankers or mortgage brokers and, and get a feel for their their fees and their you know the speed with which they can close. Uh, understand a mortgage banker is using their own money, right? They're underwriting the loan. They're funding it. A mortgage broker, much like that insurance broker, is shopping that loan. So you'll have multiple offers and probably a lower rate, but it's probably going to close a little slower, right? So talk with them, get a feel for their speed. So you're working on that refi. And again, parallel, right? As part of the process, we want to get the house leased and start the ongoing management. So again, this goes back to that realtor you met at the start of the show, right? Think back to when you sat down and figured out your investing criteria as well. Did you plan to use a property management company or do you plan or did you plan to self-manage? Both are good options. Or maybe you want to do the lease up yourself or not. You can hire up the hire out the lease up, do the ongoing management. Lots of options there, right? 
And again, think back to that realtor. When you had that conversation with them, ask them, do you just find properties or do you also do do, do lease-ups? If you love that realtor, but they don't do lease-ups and you want to hand that off, well, obviously you need to find, set as a goal, finding that leasing agent for you, right? Um, maybe you want to hand off the, the, the project altogether for ongoing management with a property manager. Well, then your goal should be to find a property management company this month. You know, you're not going to sign a dotted line with them until you have the property, but you want to find out what the rates are. They, they, they vary. And if you are, again, if you are a Lifestyles Unlimited member, um, go check out our vendor hub. We've got a lot of great property managers out there, a lot of great reviews. We've had some good shows with some of the property managers as well that you can go check out. So, you know, again, decide if you want to do the lease up yourself. Decide if you want to self-manage or, or hand off the management um, of the property or properties, right, and, and, and go from there. One final goal, and this goes back to back to the education. If you're still not sure where to start, go to our free workshop. That is designed to help you understand more about real estate investing. Go check out freeworkshoplivestream.com. Hey, this is Andy Webb. You've been listening to the Lifestyles Limited Real Estate Investor Radio Show. I thank you for listening. Welcome to 2021, the new year. If you haven't done it, get those goals going. Get into that first property, number two, three, four, five. I'm telling you, they're just going to start coming. And remember, everything we're doing, remember, it's not the money. It's the lifestyle. You have a good day. listening to the Lifestyles Unlimited Real Estate Investor Radio Show. Ready for more of the map? Visit lifestylesunlimited.com. Explore our videos and articles. Click on the radio tab to access past show podcasts. View the radio show schedule and listen to our best of radio shows. Want to continue the conversation? Follow Lifestyles Unlimited on Facebook today. Join us next time. And until then, remember, it's not the money, it's the lifestyle. Information and opinions you hear on the Lifestyles Unlimited Real Estate Investor Radio Show are those of the hosts, guests, and callers and do not necessarily reflect the opinions of this station, its affiliates, its management, or advertisers. The Lifestyles Unlimited Real Estate Investor Radio Show is for entertainment purposes only. Please consult a professional regarding your personal investment needs. Nothing presented on the Lifestyles Unlimited Real Estate Investor Radio Show constitutes an endorsement recommendation, offer, or solicitation to buy or sell any product or security. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.